Hi, I'm Josh Van Berkel. Welcome to the Activate Christchurch podcast. It's our privilege to share it with you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you ever find yourself in Christchurch, pop in and say hello. We'd love to see you. Amen. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Activate Online. It's so great to have you with us today on what could be our very last Activate Online in the current lockdown. We'll find out tomorrow if we get to move to lockdown level two, but all signs look promising yeah. and then gatherings of up to a hundred so we've got a little bit of work to sort out but there is every yeah. chance rosters to sort out yeah oh. rosters and <laughs> sign-in sheets and hand sanitizer and social distancing and cleaning the building and all that kind of stuff but there is every chance that we might be able to meet in person next sunday mm. which as it happens is our one-year anniversary oh yeah as pastors so that's that's nice if we yeah. can make it happen, but we will only make it happen if we can do it safely and all that kind of stuff. But I know a lot of us are really keen to get together and and do this thing. So we'll see what we can do. But if you oh, can't come along next Sunday, we will still try and have some kind of online thing so you don't feel that you're missing out. Yeah, but anyway, we've gotten pretty good at it now. So. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> next Sunday. This is this Sunday, which is Mother's Day. So I'd like to welcome into the Activate Online Studios my beautiful wife, Liz. She is one of the great mums that we are celebrating this morning. And so what I thought would be fun to do, because what do I know about being a mum? Almost nothing. Uh, I thought it'd be good to have a chat with you yeah. and just pick your brains over a couple of things just very quickly this morning. So Definitely. first of all, Liz, we've got three kids. Yeah. Uh, eight. Good start. Yep. <laughs> Jess is 10, Harrison is 8, and Darcy is turning 7. Next week. Next week. Oh, or so week there you after. go. Or week after. 19th. So, mm. yeah. Next yeah. week, week after. Um, and so we're not pretending at all that we've got everything sorted when it comes to parenting. You're not pretending that you're like the best mum in the world or anything like that. Um, I try to pretend. Doesn't yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. We're just sort of working it out as we go. But as a mum of three kids, what's a, what's a Bible verse that's like your go-to Bible verse when it comes to raising kids? Um, I really love the verse, um, teach your child in the way that they should go and they will not depart from it. Proverbs. Proverbs. 22.6. Right. So train up yeah. a child in the way they should go, and when they're old, they will not depart from it, which is a great Bible verse. Um, but I think it's fair to say that if you want to do that properly, you have to know where they're supposed to go. Yeah. Right? Like, how can you train up a child to get to this point if you don't know where that point is? And do you think the Bible verse is talking about, like, occupations, like train up your child to be a dentist? Or don't do that. Or train up your child to be an accountant. Is that what it's talking about? No, I think it's really talking about their character and discovering who they are and then helping them and training them about to go where they need to go. Right. Yeah. So how do you do that? How do you as a mum find out what that place is, what that space is, what that direction is so that you can move our kids to that place? How do you do that? Uh, well, there's lots of different ways to do that, but today I've I've thought of three. Beautiful. Ways. I love yeah. my three point yeah. messages. <laughs> I might have had a tiny you bit to do with that. Might have told me to do that. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So three ways that we can know where to direct our yeah. kids to, um, and even if you're watching today and you don't have kids, you know you might have kids one day. So this is good stuff to be sort of taking on board. I used to love hearing people talk about marriage before I got married, and you know get all those little wee 
points and stuff like that. And, yeah. and maybe you're watching today and you've been a mum for a long time, or this is still stuff that you can pick up and reaffirm and maybe pass on to other generations. So lots of good stuff in here because yeah. you're a great mum. So what is the first way that you can kind of get a handle on uh, how, where to lead them to? How do you know what that looks like? Um, well, I guess the first person you go to is God. So what does God say about them? Right. Yeah. Okay. And so we're talking about like you hearing a voice from heaven <laughs> or maybe someone else. Have you got a story about a time where someone has helped you along those lines? Yeah. So obviously, you know, people have prophetic words they hear from God. And um, something that was really significant for us with Darcy was a word that was given just as she was born. I think I was still in the hospital and a good friend of ours uh, texted us and just said, look, I really felt strongly that God was telling me that Darcy is going to have an amazing singing voice and she's going to she's going to worship God and lead right. others into worshiping God. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was awesome. She was a baby. I didn't know anything about her at that stage other than she loved to cry. And hated me. <laughs> no, not yet. Not yet. She grew into the hate. And then she grew out of it, fortunately. But there are a couple of years where, like, man, she was not my fan. No. Yeah. yeah. So we got this prophetic word. We got yeah. this. And it was literally, it was just as simple as a text from someone saying, hey, I was thinking about you and, and thinking about your new baby, Darcy. Mm -hmm. And this is some of the impressions that I got. She's going to be into music. And so I remember you were really excited to get that message, that text message. Um, yeah. And it's something yeah. that we've seen develop in her life. Yeah, well... More than Jessica and Harrison, she loves singing. She is always singing. She would jump up on the trampoline and make up songs yeah. as she grow, grew. And um, so something we've done to help develop that, because as a mum, it's, it's so important to, to see those things and nurture those in your children, is we've got her singing lessons. Right. So she's still very young, and you know, as she as she gets older, I'm sure she'll she'll get better at the singing yeah. lessons. But she is loving the idea that we are actually investing into her, yeah. and we're and the, the singing lessons were purely a response to us going. We believe that she's going to be a great singer, yeah. and that that's something that God's calling yeah. her to do. So we haven't got singing lessons for for Jessica Harrison. Harrison needs them. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> buddy. Sailed. You're watching this. You're a great singer, man. Um, but yeah, Darcy, well, she's, we can see that on her life. And yeah. it was right from the early days. But um, you know, if someone's watching this morning and they don't have kids, what I love about this idea is that God can be talking to you about your kids even before you have kids. And that yeah. happened to you as well. Yeah, so I um, I remember at least a year before I we even thought about starting a family, I was driving along the road, I was giving a good pray with God, and I just felt like God wanted me to pray over my children. And um, I remember the spot that I was in, and I remember just the feeling of knowing that I was connecting with God's heart for my kids and the plans that he had for them. Yeah. I think sometimes when, when you have a really vivid memory like that, where you can go, I remember where I was, when I was, the exact mm -hmm. spot, I think that's usually a really good indication that God was involved yeah. in that moment because yeah. he wants you to remember it. So that was like well before we even started having kids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I didn't know how many we were going to have or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. But, yeah. So there's absolutely no reason why you can't even start now if you don't have kids building up a list of what God says about your kids yeah. you know, before you have them, if that's something that you want to do. So so that's one of the ways that we can learn where it is we're supposed yep. to be leading our kids yep. by listening to what God's saying either to us or through other people. Yep. Uh, what's another way? What's the second way? Um, so what does the Bible say? 
So sure. obviously we we hear a lot about what the Bible says about us um, and and imparting that into the kids. So they, they obviously haven't read the Bible yet when they're young. Yeah. And so just conti- continually saying, you know, you are fearfully and wonderfully made from um, Psalms 131. And 39. 39. Yes. Yes. Go on to it. Um, I was just, just checking. Just checking. <laughs> yeah, like Jeremiah 29 um, yep, 11. For I know, I know the, the plans. plans I have for you. Yeah. Um, you know, they're not a mistake. God's God's planned them. Yeah. And so just letting them know that there, there is a plan for their life. And, yeah. you know, God knows how many hairs are on our heads. Like he, he yeah. didn't, it's not a mistake that they're here and that there are big plans for yeah. them in their lives. I think that's one of the one of the beautiful things about being a Christian and being someone that believes in God is that the, the domino, I guess, effect of that is that you believe that everyone is born with a purpose. Yeah. No one is born and God's like, oh, how'd they get through? I mean, I've got no plans for their life. Like every, Regardless of the circumstances yeah. of your conception or when you hear some crazy stories about people that were born from all sorts of different backgrounds, but every single person that's born, God's got a plan for their life. Yeah. And one of the other things that I love about uh, the Bible as well, and this kind of harkens back to your first point, is that there'll be people no doubt watching, and because I, I do this all the time, where I'm like, I've had, I was just out praying before, and I was like, God, I wish that I was better at hearing your voice. Mm. Um, and so uh, one of the questions that people ask all the time is, how do I hear from God? You know, what's one of the ways that I can improve that? And honestly, the best way to improve hearing from God is to read your Bible more yeah. because that's written in God's voice. And the Bible says that my sheep hear me and they recognize my voice. That's Jesus talking. And so when you read the Bible, you're just training yourself to hear the way that God talks, the yeah. sort of stuff that God talks about, the words that he uses, the the voice that he has. And you kind of become familiar with it. And then when you're driving down the road and God says, hey, I want you to pray for your kids, mm. like you, rec- you recognize it because it's got the same feeling mm. as the Bible yeah. has. So yeah. um, absolutely, number two, reading the Bible is, is really important. And then you said you had three. What's the third way? Um, what you see and what you say about your kids so, you know, how you see their character mm. and what you see developed in them. Um, for example, uh, with Jessica, you know, we're always saying how beautiful and kind she is. You know, yeah. she puts me to shame, you know, how patient and loving she is. Yeah. And so I'm constantly saying that to her. And I'm not just saying, you know, you're kind, but I'm saying, why do you think God's made you so kind? Yeah. You know, you've got, God's got amazing plans for you. Um why do you think yeah. that he, you you've been created this way and you know constantly speaking it over here um and i'm reminded of harrison as well um something that you can do uh is also when you see something that you that you like from them you can encourage that and also it becomes part of their character so for harrison for a long time he wasn't He'll, he'll he'll know this, but he wasn't the best sharer. He was he dealing, was like three years. He old. was dealing with Jessica, yeah. and he was like, "I want, I want, I want." And then one day he shared, and so Josh and I just leaped on it. And um, me in particular, I was like, "Harrison, that is amazing. You're an amazing sharer." And from that day on, we would just say, "Harrison is such a good sharer." So Everyone good. we came across, yeah. you know, Harrison is so good at sharing. And even now, Harrison, that is part of who he is. He's like, yeah, I'm a good sharer. Yeah. And, you know, we developed that in him because we know that God didn't want him to be selfish. God didn't want him to be yeah. to, to want everything for himself. And so um, we just sort of developed that character yeah. that was was God-given in yeah. him. You yeah. want to um, 
you want to give your kids a reputation to live up to. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so definitely. so so often you hear parents, um, you know, say things about the kids like, oh, they're grumpy or they're this. And we had a friend back when the kids oh, were little yeah, that yeah. had a similar sort of situation. What did yeah, she say? Yeah. So Ari, she was part of my antenatal group, and so she came along one day to our house when the babies were only about a couple of weeks old, and she was just saying, oh, she's. She's awful. She, I think she this may is even, her daughter. Yeah, she was saying about her daughter. I think she might even said she's the devil. Like she was, they had had no sleep and she was just so dark on this baby and just yeah. how life was going. And I sort of just said, oh, I said, that's, that's interesting. I said, would you let anyone else talk about your daughter like that? She said, no. And I said, you know, I believe in words of life. And so if, you, if you're speaking those words over your daughter, she's got nothing to live up to. You know, that's, yeah. that's not who you want her to be. Yeah. And so I just said to her, why don't you try the opposite? Why don't you say she's an angel and she, she sleeps so well and I love being around her. And, yeah. um, and even, even Ari, who isn't, wasn't following God at the time and, and didn't understand the Bible, understood that. Yeah. She understood that actually words have power and yeah. she didn't want to be speaking bad things over her child. Sure. Yeah, and so that's one of the things that, that you're really good at, definitely a lot better than me. Um, but one of the things, and this won't work for every couple, but this is sort of a dynamic that we've identified in the way that we parent, is that you're very much the you know the nurturing, the caring, the mum that comes along and, and puts puts those things inside yeah. our kids. It yeah. says, hey, this is what you've got inside of you, and this is who you are, and you're kind, and you're caring, and you share, and you're a generous boy, and you're encouraged, and all that kind of stuff. So mum's as a rule, they'll, they'll put those things inside. Yeah, yeah. And then it's the dad's job on the flip side to pull those things out. So you're the one that says, hey, you're a brave boy. You know, you're yeah. you're strong and brave. And then I'm the one that goes, all right, let's <laughs> let's put this thing to the test. And, man, we've got some funny stories about – because I get very stubborn with our kids. We went to the Gold Coast. With, with, with everyone. With everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the Gold Coast a couple of years ago, and, and – uh, you know, Harrison had a ride that he would not go on, just refused to go on it because he thought it was too scary. And I knew that he could handle it and I knew that he would love it. And I nagged him for like five hours, just wore him down. It got to the point where he hopped on the ride and he was so terrified and I promised him a Snickers bar. Like I tried every trick under the sun. And As a mum, you just look yeah, away. Yeah, Liz, I, I went for a walk. Liz I couldn't I, handle it. But I was like, <laughs> no, we're doing it. And, you know, the bar came down to lock his knees in place. And once he realized he couldn't get off, he just lost it. Like, he's hysterically crying, let me off. And I was like, flip it, let's just go before I get, you know, arrested. And, and we, we shot off and we weren't even, you know, a third of the way through the ride. And he's just having a great time. Yeah. And um, similar with Darcy, too. It was his favorite memory. It was his favorite it? memory, yeah. yeah. Darcy, I may or may not have pushed her down a hydrosol. <laughs> <laughs> but then she wouldn't get off it. She's yeah. up and down the hard spot. And that's what dads do. But yeah. mums, you know, you're really, those Nurture words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah. And, and putting that yeah. in there is, is, is really, really cool. Yeah. So, and it's such a privilege too yeah. to get to do that. Yeah. You have to partner with who God has created these amazing children to be. Mm. So yeah. training up a child in the way they should go, you have to know the way that they should go. And so your mm. three points were, let's see if I can remember, um, you know, what does God say about your kids? Yeah. Uh, what does the Bible say about your yeah. kids? And then what are you seeing yeah. in your kids? Um, that's awesome, man. Thank yeah. you so much for coming in and meeting <laughs> no that, I, that I don't have Walking to put into a your office. together. <laughs> I know. So awesome. So, hey, look, that is us for today for Mother's Day. Hopefully you got a nice wee treat for Mother's Day from us uh, here at Activate as so. well. Hopefully and, no you know, husbands pinched them and pretended they never arrived. 
Or kids. Or kids. But you know, if you are a mum in the church, if you've got kids, doesn't mean that you have kids in the church, but if you're just a mum and you come to Activate Christchurch, then do let us know if you didn't get anything in the mail uh, yesterday because we were running around town yeah. making sure or that everybody got them. Or if we left it for your neighbour. Yeah, put and it your in the wrong really address. <laughs> that's, that's all right too. So, hey, before we go, seeing as you're the mum, yeah. can you pray for us sure. this morning? Sure. And then we'll wrap it up. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Do it. Father God, I just thank you for today. I thank you that we get to honour great mums today. Lord, I thank you that you have blessed us with the nurturing uh, spirit in our lives, Lord. I pray for every mum listening. I pray your blessing over them. I pray that you would encourage them today and strengthen them today, Lord. I pray that uh, anyone who is watching this and um, possibly doesn't have a mum today, Lord God, that you would be there for them today, Lord God. I, I thank you that you have a big hug for every single person today, Lord God. Just mm. as a mum, you know, uh, I, I see like puffs up her chest and like a mother hen and, and brings her young in. I just see, Lord, you just bringing people in and, and nurturing them today, Lord God. I pray your presence would be over every single person in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.